Yeah, you called it the Museum of No in the beginning because you did get so many no's. Go ahead. No, it was just amazing to me that how many people really didn't believe what happened. This is never going to work. But I also like, Lonnie, from the very beginning, it wasn't a fubu moment for you where it's for us, by us. You said this is not a museum for black people, by black people. This is a quintessential American story. And I think that's so important. What's the point you're making? My point is that often we look at African-American history as an ancillary story. But yet, if you want to understand American core values of spirit, truth, spirituality, resiliency, optimism, it's the African-American story. So I want people to realize this is their story regardless of who they are. But you were told, uh, you were stuck. First, let's say, lots of people had lots of ideas about what should be in the museum, <laughs> yeah. did they not? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And what should not be in the And what exactly. should not. And you were stopped by an older black woman who said, whatever you do, don't talk about slavery. That's right. She was a church lady walking from church, and I was walking, and she said, whatever you do, I love what you're doing, but if you talk about slavery, you're going to hurt the community. And yeah. you thought what? And I thought, if slavery was the number one thing people didn't want to know about, it was the number one thing I had to let people know. Yeah. Because That's it was the quintessential basis of America. That's it. And I thought that in some ways, we're still dealing with the legacy of slavery. So I wanted people to understand how important that institution was. You had a battle building this collection, and w one of the stories I love is 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 a conversation you ended up having with Chuck Berry. Uh -huh. You wanted his guitar, he wanted you to have his car? Exactly. <laughs> so Chuck Berry, we call him, I want the guitar, he wrote Maybelline and all of that, and so he said, I'm only going to give you the guitar if you take my candy apple red Cadillac. And I'm like, I don't want this Cadillac. You know? but my, it turned out to be a big attraction. The staff loved it, people love it, it's the wow. number one thing people take pictures of in the museum but he didn't he didn't trust you in the beginning he started yelling on the phone the next day they didn't trust me because as he put it i just found out you work for the federal government oh, so, oh, oh he was wow. used to the irs coming after <laughs> yeah well exactly. the, the, the donation might be a good tax write-off right, exactly. but now you've got forty thousand artifacts most of them came from people's basement and garages i think Wow. The, the collection that you did to get this museum in place, I think, is astounding, the work you and your staff. Oh, started with a staff yes. of two, yes. what you and Tasha Coleman did. Well, I think the, the thing for me was I knew that we couldn't just have technology because at the Smithsonian, you have the Greensboro lunch counter, the ruby slippers, the right flyers. So I said we had to find good stuff. So I one day I fell asleep, and I woke up in front of the television, and there was Antique Roadshow. I'd never heard of it, yeah. you know, and I thought, what a good idea. So I put a new spin on it, called it Saving African American Treasures, right. and we went around the country and said, bring out your stuff. And 70% of all the things we found wow. in the collection came from basements, trunks, and attics of people. I, I love, we, we said at the top, this is a very popular museum. You actually got a call from somebody alleging to be your seventh grade girlfriend? What, Wanting what, tickets? What I love is everybody wants tickets, no matter where yeah. I go, right? And so I got this call, Seven and this woman girl. said she wanted tickets, and I said, I don't do tickets. And she said, and also, I don't think you're my girlfriend. Well, but she said, she was my seventh grade girlfriend. She said the name, and I'm thinking, when you're 13, you remember every crush you had. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't know her at all. But Did you was, give her the ticket? It was such a good lie, I gave her the ticket. Take Lonnie Bunch, thanks so much. A Fool's Errand is on sale now. Inside Edition anchor Deborah Norville wow. wants to help us think positively. Deborah's in our <laughs> Toyota green room with how she's. I'm the seventh grade girl. Well, you just heard it. Yeah, we're going to have to go ahead and visit that museum. I want to go visit that museum. They have another museum. You um, been to the Lorraine Hotel in Memphis? 
I have not been to no museum, no artifacts, no, no, no. We need to do a, we need to do a, a freedom ride. Yeah. We need to do a freedom ride thing, and we need to go to where they killed Martin Luther King. We need to go. I want to go to that monument. Where is that? That's in Montgomery, right? No, no, in, in Mobile, not Mobile, in uh, Memphis. Memphis? Okay, that's where yeah, the statue is erupted. Well, well, that, that's in Atlanta. That's in Atlanta. Okay, but, the big and, tall white one? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but the one that they, the hotel is where they shot him at. Where they that's the, in that's the, that's that was in Memphis? Okay, yeah, well, what's in Montgomery? Um, they had over there by the British Bridge and stuff where they marched across the Salem? Okay, yeah. that's Salem. Okay. Because, mm-hmm. you know, in Houston, they erected a, um, we got a monument in Houston. We got like a little park thing in Houston. They did, uh huh. But yeah, I want to do that. Yeah, but our history is so important. You you can't just say don't talk about slavery. You got to talk about slavery, because if it wasn't slavery, the America wouldn't be where America is. Hey, you guys. This is Dr. Leave the Boom Factor. And when, uh, when we had uh, woke up, that morning and heard that interview on uh, Good Morning on America. I just felt glad to put it on the air so you guys can really, really um, do your research. And they showed a picture of the museum, which is humongous. And he was just sharing. I think he has a book coming out. And he just was sharing about legacy. And then I was speaking with my my aunt. That's who I am by now. I've I've no no longer in Mississippi. Then went to Lacombe. Now I'm in New Orleans, Louisiana. And so um, we was talking about history, um, the past. Not to dwell on it, but the Bible says you have to pass it on from generation to generation. And because I am. Uh, doing, well, putting together this series, Generational Matters, Purifying the Bloodline, it's going to take you back. You're going to have to go back. And uh, usually when individuals have to go back, it's not a good feeling. Just like the lady told him, oh, whatever you do, don't talk about slavery. It's going to hurt the community. Well, where... Uh, I perceived they live, that community was grossly endowed with slavery. And so if the people don't know that hey, this community was built by the hands of slaves, the respect, the value, the appreciation will not be there. And it will wipe away the stigmatization of the black uh discord that they have not only in that community but like he said he went all over the world to acquire different artifacts that represent that time 
my aunt had just gave me this book to look at right quick. And they had some awesome pictures in there with ladies, men and ladies, men and women that was born to slavery, was a slave, and now they express how they became free. And even though they were set free with nothing, they just set them free and told them to get. Okay, so once I get where I'm going, once I get to where I'm going, how I supposed to um, begin my my world, my life? But as you see, as African Americans, we did just that. Um, we took the crafts and the talents that our spiritual father have given us, and uh, our folklore. I say our folklore. God has had had given them the creative mindset to not only survive but thrive and because of that even all the way up to the 1960s uh, the Caucasian man you know our white brothers and sisters did not accept fully that the blacks were free so all kind of indecent things begin to persist and just read your history books. But I just felt that that should have been put on an episode. And you guys, just go and Google the the uh, African Heritage Library. Uh, I don't know if it's in Memphis. I'm going to try to locate it and put the information in the link in the descriptions. So you can just click it and then go straight to it. I'm going to go. I'm going to go and visit. It's, a, it's about three uh, museums that they have erupted that I want to go and take a uh, trip on. And I would like to probably bring some youth, but first, I don't mind. I can go. I will go. Um, that'll be part of the Boom Factor Road trip. Um, we can go there and while we headed up to New York. And then for New York, we can come back down through um, North Carolina, I perceive. Uh, I'll even come back through and hit Tennessee because I believe, uh, no, no, Atlanta. Because my brother told me that uh, the Martin Luther King statue, the monument is in Atlanta. So uh, I'm going to put that on my travel list. And whatever way that Daddy God wants me to go, then we're going to go do that um, throughout the years to come. Um, So I just pray that you guys enjoyed that. And I know it was short, but I just want to explain why I did it. And so you can go ahead and do your research on your own. And maybe you want to take your family to go see the the museum. I mean, it is humongous. Oh, my gosh. They showed a picture of it. It is humongous. Wow. And he received artifacts from all over the world. He even have Chuck Berry Ray Cadillac in the museum. Ain't that something? It was beautiful too. So I'm going to take a picture about Chuck Berry. My mama got a photo of Chuck Berry. I remember she, uh, her and her girlfriends at that time they was hanging out and uh, they had their little, you could tell they was dressed in that era and they have uh, taken a picture with Chuck Berry. So that's powerful. 
So, okay, I just wanted to recap on that so y'all can understand. I'm just, they just got this little segment here where now you understand. Okay? All right. You guys have an awesome, awesome remaining day. And I will talk to you all later. Good morning. I want you guys to go ahead over to the Apple store underneath podcasts and just type in Boom Factor. You'll see that a nice, tight, lightning flash fist is going to pop up there. And click it, subscribe to it, review me, give me a five star. It's getting up to the tops, you guys. And I'm telling you, I appreciate everybody that have stuck with me from the beginning. This year, it'll be two years. We've been going strong on this video broadcast. And, of course, this is Danielle Irvin, known as Dr. D, right here on The Boom Factor. Also, we're on several other platforms that you can listen to. I'm on Spotify, Anchor.fm, of course. Yeah, the beginning of this journey. Don't forget about Anchor. God, um, read, I mean, Goodreads, iVoos, if you internationally, um, that's going over. Uh, many countries being interpreted to foreign languages that the Boom Factor is um, listened to. We also are on Radio Public. And so much more. I can't even remember. Most of the activity is on the Apple so don't forget when you go over there and subscribe to it, click that five star and guess what? Boom shakalaka. Stay tuned. I'm coming to you with a special shout out. That's right. Later.